hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. Welcome to another episode of the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Uh, today, this Friday before Memorial Day, we're recording this one. Uh, I have Patrick Combs and Scott Phones with me today, and we're going to talk about uh, how busy you guys have been, right? Extremely busy. How you guys doing? Doing great this morning. So far, but the yeah. day's still young. That's right. It's always time for it to go extremely south. That's, it can go south really <laughs> quick. <laughs> so you guys lately, I haven't seen a lot of you guys because you've been busy buying gun collections uh, almost every day of the week for like the past month. It's just, y'all have been rolling. It's that spring cleaning time, right? Oh, yeah. Um, right. Through people moving or whatever, you know, going to a lot of older people going to like downsizing, like uh, assisted living. Yeah, people sending out their collections. Um, yeah. People that have lost lost uh, loved ones um, that are selling their homes, and they have a lot of stuff they've accumulated over the years that yeah. they, that they're getting right. rid of. And with the the tough you know economic times and the prices, there's, you have everything going skyrocketing, and you know food and gas. A lot of people just need money. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and you know you get you get phone calls, emails from people all the time, every day, uh, every day that. Uh, through either word of mouth or advertising, whatever, that they find out that we buy collections. And, mm-hmm. and in these collections, we'll talk about what's in these collections, too, but it's not just firearms. Uh, oh, no. No, no. I mean, you just never know. I mean, and that's the good thing about what we do as well. We're, we're not really afraid to buy anything other than, I mean, we can buy more than just firearms. We buy ammo. We'll buy, uh, like you were just talking about, Scott, knives. Because right. some yeah, people we've, obtain. We've come into some large uh Knife collections lately, um, reloading equipment, uh, belt buckles. Uh, yeah, be- yeah, belt, <laughs> belt buckles. Yeah, belt buckle. We, we bought hundred something belt buckles. That was an experience. But they were gun. They were like gun- Smith and Wesson. Cold. They're all gun related. They're correct. all gun yeah, related. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Belt yeah. Anything firearm related, mm-hmm. um, we'll usually uh, we'll, we'll take we'll take a chance on, and uh, usually somebody will buy it. Uh, yeah. There's always somebody that comes in the store that uh, is interested in it. Sure. The best part of what y'all do though is you go to the customer they don't have to come to you they don't have to come here you go to them um you go to right directly to their house correct and you take a blank check with you take a lot of blank checks take a lot of blank checks with you right you're ready to buy on the spot and we can print a receipt we can itemize everything you know we don't get into itemizing necessarily the stuff we itemize all the guns with serial numbers make models calibers yeah everything so i mean they're totally covered legally you know we are a licensed dealer yeah um and you'll pack it up load it up haul it away unfortunately yeah that's the that's the hard part my back i'm getting old but yes yes upstairs and basements uh, oh my god when you start getting into heavy ammo and stuff uh, lead ingots lead ingots that's a story yes we bought uh how many how many how many thousands of pounds of lead ingots we buy out of the guy's garage wow it was like a half a pallet that's a lot i mean i mean it took a while to go through that yes we might even i think we still have a little bit left yeah hmm yeah, I mean, it's amazing. You, you just never realize what people accumulate over the years until mm-hmm. you go to their house. And some of some family members are the same way. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, someone passes away, and they knew their maybe they knew their father liked firearms, but mm-hmm. they didn't know that they really, really liked firearms. I mean, 
they uncover or it could have been their brother and they right. And they right and they go in and after about five trips back and forth to this house you know when the sisters are cleaning it out and this this gentleman had false bottoms and bookshelves <laughs> with guns he had he had 20 something rifles in the sofa I mean right, yeah, uh, yeah underneath the sofa cushions underneath the oh. sofa cushions I mean, this, this you just never know this gentleman had guns stashed Everywhere, like in fake books, and his sister had no clue. No, nobody in the family had any idea. And we ended up buying, what was it? Probably close to 300. Yeah, close to 300 guns out of this house in every nook and cranny. And after the family started finding the the guns in in the furniture, they had gotten rid of furniture... Oh yeah. Prior to that. Oh wow. And and they don't know, <laughs> they if, don't there know were, if there was any guns. They don't know the if furniture. there were guns in the furniture that they got rid of. I wonder of. if people even know that they're in there. <laughs> they, have, they have no idea. <laughs> Somebody went to Goodwill and hit a gold mine. Just <laughs> yeah. never know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, All right. So so that that's the good thing about about going there is is the services you provide not only just giving you the values of the guns or and the items uh, and and you can even go as far as calling it you know junk. I mean, a lot of people call it junk. One man's trash, say, hey, another man, man's treasure. That's the know, old saying goes. Do y'all, do y'all buy junk? I mean, and and yeah. and it's not it's not exactly what we would call junk because you know we all anybody who accumulates guns, firearms, things like that, you're going to start to accumulate stuff to go with that. And I right. mean, it, it's anywhere from reloading equipment, like you said, right. to knives, to, to belt buckles, yeah, to, to holsters, to, to holsters, uh, to magazines. We, we we buy uh, military helmets from. Yeah, military surplus. Every stuff. age you could ever think of: swords, bayonets, bulletproof um, vests. Oh yeah, body armor. <laughs> body armor. Body armor. Handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, you, you, just, you run across all kinds of different kinds of military surplus items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and in the case of the death of a family family member, there's a lot of family members. They they're tasked with dealing with the estate, and it almost becomes a burden. For and them. it becomes a burden. It it's almost a like huge it's, burden. It's, it's overwhelming mm-hmm. because they don't know what to do with it. Uh, when when you guys kind of step in after they talk to you for a few minutes, they're kind of like, "Whew, this is yeah, going to be." See, you see the relief on their face a lot of times when we when we when we get there and and we go through the process, and, and then when we leave, you you see you see that they're relieved, and and it's taken a lot of burden off of. Them. Oh yeah, I mean, well some some people have actually offered to pay you to take the stuff away. Isn't that oh heck correct? yeah, heck yeah, and you're like, no 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 no, we'll pay you. They're like, you mean you do it for free? I'm like, oh. Hell yeah! It's part of the deal, right? <laughs> right. And and we're and going back into the travel part, we we go any usually anywhere that we can travel within a day. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, we we've gone into the edge of Maryland or into North, North Carolina. Carolina, but as long as we can get there in a day and get back to the store by the time it closes, you know, to secure the guns. In fact, probably the one of the best stories I have going to like North Carolina. Actually, there's two of them. One of them I went to, and I met a guy from South Carolina. He met me at the McDonald's in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I bought like 27 rifles off of him in the parking lot of McDonald's <laughs> on the side of 95, and nobody looked at us. I, mean, I couldn't it believe it. Just a normal day in Fayetteville, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, Scott, remember we went to that house in North Carolina where the guy was on that show uh, Preppers, the, the, uh, the Prepper House? Yeah, and he had like about eight billion rolls of toilet paper and all that other stuff, and uh, he was bragging about he was on TV like season right. one of Preppers. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy was prepared for the apocalypse. Oh yeah, and so he invited us down and sold us a few, but I think he mainly just wanted to show off all of his crap, all the stuff that he accumulated. 
<laughs> he was bragging about it. Did he have like an underground bunk or anything? No, you... it was like a garage thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like a pole barn type thing that just just floated or I was actually next to his office, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. yeah it was like a separate building. But um he he was very proud. Right. Extremely proud of it. <laughs> he didn't want to sell us any of his toilet paper or his, no, or no, his, or no. his water. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hmm. Or all these humongous cans of Bush's baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, lately, though, uh, we were just talking about it earlier. Uh, machine guns. Oh that's yeah, been, that's so, been hot for the last few months. We've just hit some collections that happen to have multiple machine guns, which are some people don't even realize that that, that, that we sell what, them. That they we sell them. That we buy them. Right. And some people, when they inherit them, don't even realize. What they are, correct, mm-hmm. and the paperwork involved in these. The paperwork is quite lengthy. So, um, with machine guns, like we would go out to somebody's house, and if they have machine guns, we'll look at them, whatever, do a research, make them an offer, and if they accept, you know, we can't pay them on the spot on machine guns because the, basically we don't pay them until the paperwork goes through, until the government approves it. It's usually right. two or three transfer, two or three uh, trips out, right, in that process, yeah. Uh, to get that that transaction completed, right? We we take a gunsmith out there with us to function check the guns to make sure that all they're all there, all the parts. Because you know, I just can't go up behind somebody's house and start ripping off rounds doing M sixteen. But you usually. do sometimes. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> when they live out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, we do. It's, yeah, it is, and fun. that's that's one of the perks of oh, the yeah. job too. You uh-huh. get to, you, sometimes you get to try out right. some machine guns. Yeah, probably not in short pump though. And the thing no. with the machine guns <laughs> is, you know, there are fewer and fewer of them. Every day, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you know they they stopped uh, making them for civilians in 1986. Um, you know, with theft and fires, the supply is getting smaller and smaller. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a it's an investment for people, um, and the prices are steadily going up. I mean, we, we've seen just, it just, just skyrocketing. You know, all of us here in this room um, have been here, you know, 20 years or more. Um, and just the increase in prices that we've seen since we've been here, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's going to the moon. And um, it's a big investment for folks. And that's why when we do get them. Um, doesn't take long to sell them. They don't, doesn't take no. long to sell. We yeah. don't, they never hit the floor. Uh, we can usually make a few calls and let people know we have them. And they're usually gone within a week. All right. So we've so perfect example. We've obtained what like seven last couple weeks. Correct. Four of those are already sold. Right. Right. They just. I mean, basically, you make a few phone calls to known collectors, and known collectors hang out with other known collectors. Right. And so they know the, 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 the word gets around very fast, and they just they go. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, you can just send them a picture of them on your cell phone. They'll go. I'll take it. Yeah. They, they don't even hesitate because Some they, don't because they know if you hesitate, yeah. you're. You're not gonna get it because somebody else is gonna come in there and just snap it right up because they said, you know, as Scott said, they're not making them anymore. They can't. Well, like last year we had what we had a you know we had a Colt M16, we had mm-hmm. uh, we had a Springfield M1 M14, and we had a Bushmaster. Uh, Bushmaster. We have uh, we had a Springfield. What they call that thing? The uh, the Model 48, the uh, FAL gun with his with the Israeli lower mm-hmm. and the bipod. And we had and, uh, a Mac 10, a Mac 11. We had a couple of HKs. That's right. That's right. We did. We did. Forgot. HKs. Yeah, and um, those those bring uh, top dollar premium money there. We had a, recently. S- we the, had an STG 44. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. The honestly, the Ruger Mini 14 that was recent. We had a couple of those. That was factory, all factory yeah, done. The AC 556. Yeah, yeah. That factory. was a, that the was crazy. Awesome. Thing was the Lightning Link. 
The, oh, the piece of the beer can looking thing. The, the, the little piece of metal that looks like you can make it out of a beer can. Yeah. And that thing. And that's worth what? A few thousand dollars, right? It was like $12,000. It's like yeah. $12,000. And it's just a piece of metal. You could make it with a set of tin snips and a Miller Light can. It looks right. like, I mean, yeah. there's nothing to it. But nothing to it at all. <laughs> but this one was serial numbered and they only did a, you know, a very few amount of them back in the day before they outlawed them. And, and, um, but you drop it into an older Colt or an older or, Colt and or Bushmaster. It, and it turns it into a full auto. You know, M16. And that, and then that piece is what's registered with the Correct. Government. Correct. Right. Yeah. It has the serial numbers, you know, right, the tax stamp, all the whole, yeah. whole yeah. nine yards. That's what takes a $1,000 AR and turns it into a machine 15, gun. Yeah, about $15,000. And yeah. I mean, because essentially, if to, to buy like a full auto Colt M16 these days, you're talking 30000 30, and up. Yeah, $30,000. And up. They're crazy yeah. expensive. Yeah. So. so, other than machine guns, like uh, the, the, the knife world... I mean, I guess some people that are in the gun world, they're also in the knife world. But then, then again, some people they're in the gun world, they have no idea about what the whole knife world entails. Talk about knife world. What is that? The the, the gentleman who passed away, and we end up buying all the knives from his daughter. How many was it? How many knives was it? Three thousand. It was. Uh, we had them at our expo last year. We were selling them. It was. Big. Yeah, we uh, we bought three thousand from her and. I believe uh, Barry had bought several thousand before that. When from, the, from, when, from him before he passed when, away. Yeah, when the gentleman was still alive. Yeah, so this, this guy had like 5,000 knives. Right. And pretty much all of them were still in boxes. He had and you know, it wasn't, just, it wasn't just cheap knives. I mean, there was a lot of those, everything. but it had a lot of case knives, and it was uh, yeah. He had a variety, he had K, a, K bars, uh, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, he had a yeah. variety. Yeah, right. I mean, he had, of course he had some junk made in Pakistan, but other sure. than that, I mean, yeah, his guy had a little bit of everything. And just and depends on the person on what they collected. Um, we've we've picked up a couple really higher end uh, knife collections in the past twelve to eighteen months. Yeah, like Randall's. Randalls, um, we picked up some uh, Pumas, Pumas. Some, some case knives. Saw some, no, I didn't see any Chris Reeves or anything, but like there was some, was there Christopher some? Reeves, he's Superman, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he was. Anything, he, was he, he, well, he was a knife builder? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, and then there's some smaller custom knife makers that we've got a few of. I think there's uh, some cats. Uh, cats, yeah. Uh, and Pumas are real nice, though. A lot, you know, maybe A.G. Mm-hmm. Russell. Was there any uh, Dozers? Uh, there's some dozers, some dozers yeah, maybe a couple dozers, a couple dozer proto, uh, prototype early mm-hmm. dozers before they started making them in uh, China or Taiwan. Yeah, um, and we just set up a couple of nice display cabinets in our knife counter area uh, that we're going to start featuring some yeah, of, a, some of these vintage, more collectible knives. It's a good mix in there too. So. Um, you know, stop by the store and and look to check those out. I almost need to come in weekly because you keep feeding more yeah, and more in there. Yeah, it's it's, it's not it's a lot. It's, they're not huge display cabinets. Um, so as those things sell, we'll we'll you know we'll be refilling it with others. So, mm-hmm. um, it, but it, we we have a fair amount of Puma knives, older German vintage Puma knives uh, that will be that will be coming out. Um, so uh, look out for those. And people don't realize, you know, we said Scott said we we bring them out on a daily basis. We have an off-site warehouse. We've gotten to be so big that is full of the stuff that we buy on these collections. And we have them on just pallets and pallets and pallets of stuff because we're buying it faster than we can actually sort through it. That's right. I mean, and so we had know, to get extra space. And I mean, when you is, guys, when you guys catch a day, when you're not buying a collection or going out and looking at one, 
you got to run over there and you got to start sorting this. Start digging out. through it and seeing what the heck did we just get? Yeah, because a lot Something. of times we'll, 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 we'll buy boxes like well we'll buy a garage. We'll tell the people you know we'll give you X Y Z for the whole garage. They're like that's fine, and we just start pulling boxes out. We don't even look in the boxes till we get back. And so, with that being said, sometimes we come across like personal objects that the family would probably want back. Sure. And uh, we actually call them up and we give everything back. We found money before jewelry. We, we send it all back. And with anything personal like that, no. Well, we're strictly there for the, the stuff. Yeah. You're trying. You, you know, you got to be fair, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, you come across, you know, Granddad's gold watch or something. I mean, you'd be a loser just to keep it. You guys, you mm-hmm. have to give it back. And it's lately, you're seeing. You still see good, like uh, you got you got somebody that you've been going back and forth to who keeps continuing to call because they don't know how much they have or they know that oh Mosin the Gant man oh yeah <laughs> if, if you've been in the store you've seen our Mosin the Gants that keep trickling like, in for like yeah. the last year we've had hundreds and hundreds of Mosin the Gant rifles and yes. pretty much 99% of them came from one fella super cool dude um but he calls and he you know he in he, fact he t- sent me a text yesterday I don't know if I, I was free uh this coming up week and I said no no I'll be on vacation but he um yeah, he's usually at 20 to 30 at a time. Right. He, he's never shown us the whole entire stash. When we show up, he'll have 20 or 30 sitting out. And I asked him one day, I said, why in the heck do you have so many of these rifles? And I, he said, well, it's like collecting pennies. He says, you got to buy a whole lot of pennies to find a good one. And so he would just buy entire lots of Mosin-Nagant rifles back in the day when, when they were cheap. You know, you could buy them for under 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And he would buy lots of them just to get the ones that he really wanted. And he just started digging through them. And now he's at the point now, you know, the rifles are bringing pretty decent money for what they are now. Yeah. And so he's letting them go. And he's making a fortune. Mm-hmm. It was he made a it was, a, made it was a, a great investment, very good investment a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now he's cashing it in. Yep. yep. Um, going back to machine guns because they're being class three NFA items. We also buy silencers too. Now, obviously, there's not a whole lot you can give on silencers, but right. I know. mean, but yes, we do. In fact, uh, we picked up a couple yesterday. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. nice. And, yeah. Yeah. and they sold already, by the way. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, they're not for sale. The problem the, problem with that is is there's a tax stamp involved in the silencer. There's um, one that's associated with it by the owner when they sell it to even when they sell it to a dealer. The dealer, even the pay. dealer has to pay a tax stamp. For that, that's two hundred dollars. That's why it's not very desirable. But right. people still, at times, they 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 don't want them because it's been inherited, and we will we will do it. It's just we're not gonna. You're not gonna get paid all. You're not gonna money. get. You're not gonna make right. any money on the silencers. Yeah, in right. case in point, you take a a Rimfire twenty two suppressor that's three hundred fifty dollars retail brand new, retail yeah. brand new, and I'm buying it from you, and I've got to pay a two hundred dollar tax stamp. To put it in Green Top's name, which will will then turn around and sell it. Then turn around and sell it. Yeah, for me to make any profit at all, when a person can buy a brand new one for three fifty. Yeah, and they've got to buy a two hundred dollars tax stamp. Sure, to register it. Mm-hmm. So it, there's just there's not a lot of you know. It sounds like sounds like there. sounds like that the government's winning on this end. They are two hundred dollars right. coming and going. Right. Well, but that's but for another before, day. Before we even talk that's another podcast. Before that's we right. even talk money mm-hmm. on that. I mean. We will always encourage the family that has inherited it to maybe try and keep that, 
you know, just so, oh, yeah. or, or find a family member that wants it. Especially if it's in a trust. If it's in a trust or something like right. that. Right. And we would encourage them to keep it because, you know, it's taking a loss like that is it's no fun. Yeah. Right. But you know, nine times out of ten, they called us to, to buy everything. So that's mm-hmm. that's what's good. That's what we're going to do. We're going to buy right. everything. Right. I mean, just because you don't want it, you can't just throw it in a pond or something. I mean, right. There's, right. there's, there's, a, there's a paperwork trail. So. But there's a myth. There's the myth out there that some people think that once you buy a silencer or a suppressor, it's 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 just yours and yours only. But no, yeah. that's that's not true. You can still you can still sell them, but you have to. There's a legal process in doing that. Correct. And the, part of that is the government wants to know where it's at. The government wants to know where it's at. You have to go through the whole process. Mm-hmm. And again, even as a dealer, when we submit paperwork to get to gain ownership of the NFA item, we still have to wait almost as long as uh, an individual does. Correct. So, Correct. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on the on the, the NFA stuff one more time. Um, what else, man? Um, ammo. Ammo. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Tons that, of ammo. That has gotten to be really, really big business in the last, say, what, since 2020? Yeah. I mean, people love our pre-owned ammo. Right. Uh, I mean, we buy Mill it. surplus is We buy it usually when we go to buy, you know, the gun collections. People are like, do you buy ammo, too? And they're usually surprised when we say we do. Um, as long as it's not reloads. It, yeah. We don't we do not do reloads. Um, and... Definitely factory ammo. Uh, we buy it um, if it's in good shape. We price it to move. We put it out here, and it's usually gone within twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah, because it's much much cheaper yeah. than uh, the. You know, everybody knows how ammo prices have skyrocketed in the, in the past two or three years. Yep. Um, and some of the calibers that we get are just hard to get calibers these yeah, days. Yeah, and, and you run right. across a lot of. Um, you know, hard to get calibers. A lot of the military surplus stuff that you can't find anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, you know, your Mauser ammo, six uh, five ammo, seven six two by thirty nine. Um, a, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had a guy call uh, last week who had um, seven crates, which was uh, fourteen uh, ammo cans of uh, Garand thirty odd six on M blocks. Lake um, City. That's Lake, good stuff. Lake City. Nice. Uh, it smelled terrible, though. Yeah. It, smelled, you, it smelled horrible. A little musty. We're burning candles in the office right now because it smells like... Uh, the stench. Stench mildew. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, Grandma's you know, underwear. You, you don't run across 14 <laughs> cans of uh, 384 rounds of uh, 30 out 6 on M-blocks very often. No. Uh-uh. So I uh, got a little bit of that left out on the floor if anybody needs any. Um, so, yeah, that, that looked good. So um, I think that was 1960s vintage, too, I believe. Yeah, it was um, 60s, 50s and 60s. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, we run across some good stuff, and uh, people love our uh, used ammo bins. That stuff uh, flies out of here uh, pretty quick. Um, but we do uh, we do buy used used pre-owned ammo. Uh, so if you have any, give us a call, drop us an email. Uh, we'll get back with you. Yeah, because uh, that's another one of those items where I guess you just never know how much somebody has. You know? Oh, oh. So, what some people term is a lot might be something that fills up a couple of shoe boxes, and some people go, "I got some ammo," and you show up, and it fills up a box truck, and they're like, "I mean, we've had to, I've had to call the store back, and well, and yeah. Hunter, you've had to come out with like so, a second vehicle sure. to meet us, yeah, right, because the yeah. ammo wouldn't fit in an, in, a, in a, like a F one fifty long bed, it wouldn't even go, so you had to right. bring like a box or the, truck or the headlights are. The headlights are pointing at the sky when you're going down the road at night. <laughs> I mean, we have a one o'clock appointment this afternoon, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I've got a lot of ammo," and I'm like, "Well, a, d- define a lot. It's a lot. You know, can you give me just a little bit more information of what a lot is?" And he's like, "Well, I've got a couple um, uh, 
like computer box uh computer boxes full and i was like okay well, i just was trying to get a better idea i said because a lot for us is like a pallet mm-hmm. yeah and you know you just never know and people can't count well i can tell you now so, well, so even, here's their, the, even their gun collections that's right? what, exactly we always joke about it and so we'll be talking in the morning we'll look at our book and like all right going to scott's house today he said he's got 30 guns which that means he usually either has 10 or he has 100 people right. can, people cannot count <laughs> and then so you show up and it's like sometimes you're just overwhelmed and other times you're like i drove this far for this you know what i mean so yeah. i mean we usually bet on the ride up there how close we are to the number that we're going to look at. Yeah. And we're actually shocked when the people actually have exactly what they told us because that almost never happens. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, so, and how are most people getting in touch with you when it comes to, when it comes time where they want to, for you to come out? A lot of people hear it on the radio is what they've been telling me. Okay. They said so they, they, they just on the radio. calling, calling yes. the store and talking to you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They said they, they called the store and say, I heard your commercial and they put them in touch with either Scott or myself. And uh, the vast majority of the people, especially the, the older individuals, have heard about it on the radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and some, some folks will drop in the store and the clerks will give them our name or number at the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the guys at the counter have our cards uh, and our information, so they can get it from those folks out there. Yeah, and the, the whole the whole experience generally is a very positive experience for that for everybody involved because it's it's the fact that you're coming to them. Uh, you can be as secretive as you want to about this because some people just they're. They're, they don't want their name. They maybe don't want their name, or they don't want they don't want a truck in their driveway that says Green Top on it. Nah, you know we mean? don't bring any trucks. That and have that's our name you know, on and, it. and and that's uh-uh. that's fine, you know. But but the experience itself is, uh, I would say it's a it's a very relaxing hey, and experience. This, and this, yeah, is a, this is a no pressure thing. I mean, we don't charge anything to come out. Right. Uh, we will go through our, your firearms. We'll give you a, a detailed list, like Patrick talked about make model and serial number with what we're offering you we'll print it out you can look at it you can take your time let us know later uh there's no pressure to sell you can tell me to get the hell off your property right you can tell us you can tell us (laughs) it's It's happened before yeah you know you can sell you can sell one you can sell all you know there's no it's a no pressure deal there's no risk involved whatsoever yeah yeah, there's no risk to you 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 don't have to sell us anything um we don't charge you anything so i mean it's it's a win for for the customer yeah um yeah it's no reason i mean it's there's no reason why you shouldn't at least consider it because even You've even gone to some houses that people are thinking about downsizing Correct. their collection. Correct. I mean, people that we've known for 20, 30 years. Yeah, sure. customers we've waited on. Right, who just said, in, you know. In um, our career here. I, I, you know, they say they've got like 50 guns, which means they got 80. Right. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and they've decided mm-hmm. they want to downsize. So they, they, they give you access to come in to their home, and then they start pulling – this gun out, this gun out, this gun out. Just saying, well, what do you give me for that? Next thing you know, they got a list of ten, maybe twenty guns, and and maybe maybe they get rid of some, maybe they don't, maybe they think about it. But either way, it's a, it's a, ultimately it's a, it's always a good experience. Oh, yeah, and for everybody, and you know, we're people type people. I mean, I love talking with folks, and I love meeting people. So when I go to somebody's house, I'm laid back. You know, you know, it's just fun. I I, I like to see how people live. And I've ju- you know, I've, I've learned a long time ago, you can't judge somebody by looking at where they live. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, you know, 
some of the best stuff we've ever gotten were in areas you're thinking, there's no way these people can afford anything. That's not true. They just chose to invest their money into guns, not necessarily fancy houses or fancy cars, but their gun collections are phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And then there's ha- places we've been where the houses are like, oh my God, this person has got to have tons of money and it might be a bunch of good stuff. And you go in there, it's a bunch of crap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, you, we, you never we, know. We pulled $70,000 worth of guns out of a single wide trailer. That's why I got, I got ticks. Where there, was, where there was a farm animal living in the trailer. It was a goat. With the gentleman. <laughs> yes, that's true story. True story. We went back twice. and My man was living. We got ticks both times. Didn't even have a bed to live on. $70,000 We wrote him a check for $70,000. He had some nice, nice stuff. Just that's shoved right. in the closet. I think I remember some of that stuff. Yeah, because we got ticks. So you, I keep saying this because just I got ticks. You have to hear this. We went in the house and we left with ticks. And so then the next time we went back, we stopped in the driveway and sprayed ourselves down with DEET. Which DEET, I think, is illegal in probably California because it's really good stuff. And we went in there and we got more guns than we left and we still had ticks. And so I don't know how the guy lived like that. But that just, that just, <laughs> just tells you that that's where he wanted to invest his money and that's what he... He had, re- he had really good taste in guns. Yeah, I mean, it's what he chose to spend his money on. Hmm. He liked he liked goats and he liked guns. Hey man, guns and goats. Can't blame him, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a gun guy. I'm not, not really a goat guy. But no, I'm hey. not a goat guy either. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, so I know you guys got uh, an appointment this afternoon. I know you probably got stuff lined up next week, but um, yeah, you got a lot of cool stuff that we're we're putting out right now. Um, got a couple and, machine guns left, and we do still had a couple machine guns couple. left. Yeah, they're gonna you know, they'll go fast. So give. Give Patrick and Scott a call if you're interested in seeing what, what we got in the machine guns. Um, but if people want to reach out and get to you, Patrick, what's your extension? They call the, the, call the store, my extension is 189. 189, your extension. That'll, that'll take you directly to his phone to leave a voicemail or catch or Or catch my Patrick. email is Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K, at greentophuntfish.com. There you go. My extension is 133. Yep, Scott, you're 133. 189-133. All right, well, guys, thanks for being here today. No, it's fun. Love yeah. it. Love yeah. talking about it. Yeah, man. Um, you guys keep uh, keep doing what you're doing. And I'll invest in some more We're deep. out on the road a lot, but if you buy the store, uh, feel free to ask <laughs> yeah. for us. If we're here, we'll be glad to come out and talk to you. Yeah, and that, like, he's, like you know, if, if you'd rather bring your stuff to the store, I mean, you guys can come out and, and, sure. and, and handle the and, 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 stuff and here at the store if, as well. If we're not here, there's always a manager on duty who, yeah. who, who can assist you. But if you like to see one of us, you can always set an appointment and we'll make sure that we're in the building when you, when, and, when you can come. And as far as going out, we try to, we don't usually try to go out for less than eight or 10 quantity. Yeah. As far as guns go. As far yeah. as guns go. Yeah. Um, Typically, if it's less than eight or ten, we we usually try to set that up for an appointment in the store. Unless there's extenuating circumstances, right. yeah. Like or if, if it's really yeah. close if to the store. Yeah, exactly. Or if the guns are just crazy expensive, we'll yeah. go we'll go a long ways for one gun. Yeah, if it's yeah. very nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, thanks for being here, guys. Enjoy your uh, weekend, and uh, we'll get together again soon. And see what else. Uh, see how this summer's going. All right. All Sounds right. great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.